Via on here, Sylvia Frederick. She is here and we're going to talk to her. She's a gospel artist out of Chicago and I'm going to let her talk. Let me bring her on. All right. I have not listened to her music yet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you got to hear it. <laughs> I'll get to it. I've been busy. I know you have. Hey, Sylvia, how you Hi, doing? Amanda. I can't believe it after all these years. We're I here. Know. <laughs> I know. I, and you know what? It's so funny. Let me tell uh, Duchess. Duchess, this is uh, Sylvia. And Hi, I know Duchess. you are so much. Nice to you? meet you. I'm well. How are you? She's from Chicago, Hi, too, Sylvia. Great. Oh, hey. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. So. I've been promising her uh, interview for the longest because when I was on radio in Chicago, the gospel radio station, somehow we didn't get a chance to hook. I think I left before we had a chance to get you in there. Uh, mm -hmm. I love the, I left the station because it was a lot of stuff happening, right? In my of life. Course. Right. And so the industry. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was just a lot of things happening. <laughs> then you took, you know, you took a sabbatical. So we're like, okay. And when I saw you come back, I'm like, yes, let me get her now. <laughs> before <laughs> before things are happening. So how are you, everybody? Hey, this is Sylvia Frederick. Hey, how's everybody today? I am doing great. Um, no sense of complaining. It doesn't do any good. Uh -huh. So uh, we just go with the punches and keep it flowing. Yay. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, so tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a inspirational spiritual contemporary gospel artist i've been in the music industry uh god going on probably 35 years i started in house music um so um yeah i started in house music so i i'm probably gonna date myself when i tell you the places where we performed back in the 80s uh <laughs> but I had uh, got married and, and I had like a 13 year hiatus out of the industry and I got back into music um, as a inspirational contemporary gospel artist in 2008. I released my first solo project and I've been pushing ever since. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. So, all right. You dated, you said dating yourself. So let's, let's tell you that we all probably around the same age. Uh, oh. I I can't tell. Right. So, right. I can't <laughs> either. Very young. I'm thinking like, what? Like, so, I mean, we're happy. We knew definitely around the same age because we grew up with house music, right? Yeah. Uh, Southside Chicago, wherever you are, Chicago house music was the thing because it was like an extension of disco, right? And yeah. uh, so, so you did house music. What, name a couple of songs or name one song. What we, what well, we know? I recorded with, uh, I was working with two groups at the time, um, Rare Form, okay. and uh, uh, back in the mid, late 80s, um, oh. we won the one song that we did finally record from what we heard was doing very well overseas, but it didn't really get a lot of uh, traction here. It wasn't marketed the way it probably should have been. And uh, it's so funny that everything comes back to haunt you because that's not a church, a song that we could play at church that okay. I did back then. Yeah, that's, that's not church music. But I thank God for the experience. Um, back in those days, I worked with uh, Rare Form and the other group was Casa. And same thing, the song did very well overseas, but for some reason it wasn't pushed a lot here. Just a lot of, if you were into like underground house, you know, mm -hmm. you probably have heard the songs. That one you could play in church, I think. Yeah, that one's okay. But that other, that first one is not a church song. Okay. So a lot of moaning and groaning, but you know, I was twenty-one at the time, so. Okay. You yeah. know what? 
and it's so it's so funny because when you were saying this uh house music back in the 80s did not do well you know it was all underground you're right and it and yeah. most music had yeah. to go overseas to hit to you know to, to hit and then the yeah. 90s came and it resurfaced and it became a new resurgence because now the world knows about house music and yeah yeah, yeah. Well, okay. if, i think she would have made it if, if she was male i don't think she would have had a problem if what if she was a male i don't think she would have had a problem that's a whole nother show we, that is, is. Um, mm. we can do that one day a, a, a female being a female in the entertainment industry is a great topic Ooh. to Ooh. touch um, yeah, yeah we, don't, we may have to we may have to yeah. get a couple of other women we need a whole other, yeah yeah we do we need to talk about women in all industries because it is all pretty much the same unless it's really yeah. strange it's strange mm -hmm. we need to talk to all women because yeah. the male dominated industries and it's not it's just weird how they just get in their feelings when we come on like we here to like put a little you know little season on y'all stuff like we ain't trying to take over we just trying to do the same thing you doing you know but, yeah it, it's wow. it's tough it yeah. is um and then when you want to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and think about the things that you have to turn down because they're not ethical um you know what's more important your humanity of feeling like a, a real woman or feeling like you have to do things to get ahead and something that you know my father's no longer with us but i i give my dad so much credit for my upbringing and what he instilled in me about integrity um and and i follow artists that talk about that like gladys knight is a, one of my favorites she talks about you know the things that she endured being who she is you know um and especially now in this day and age where these guys are being put on blast, you know, back in those days in the, you know, 50s, 60s, it was unheard of of really putting these guys out there. You would have ended up in a bad situation, a worse situation if you had come forth. So thank God for the Me Too movement and the other movements that have come about, you know, have come uh, because it, it it's sad being at this age, um, and I'll say I'm 57, and even being at this age, I'm still dealing with, you know, the, um, how can I be politically correct? Um, because uh -oh. I want you to invite me back. No, the girl, you, girl, we put up on this show. So you go, <laughs> yeah. go for it. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's sad that even at this age, you still have to let people know what you're not going to settle for, what you're not going to put up with um because you know my dad always told me baby if you got to do anything other than singing to get ahead that may not be for you and he you know my dad had a very rough vernacular um so i'm telling you verbatim but he put it in another way in street terms mm -hmm. um you know you never have to do those things you just sing just let god use you use the gift that god used you and the right situation will come along it may take a little longer um you know don't envy people that get ahead of you because you don't know what price they had to pay to get in some of those situations and it's never a jealousy thing alanda i think you know me very well i try to cheer for everybody because i it's enough room for all of us to grow i want to see everyone succeed i I never 
you know, I, I, if things happen where I didn't get that chance, well, it might not have been my time. And I just have to look at it that way. I can't be hating or be upset because someone else is doing well and I may be not where they're at. It, it just may not be my time. Ooh, you didn't preach though. That's a whole word because we were just yeah. talking about. Yeah. Ooh, we yes, sir. We know. Yeah. We totally know about that, and we're we're with we're right there with you. We're on the same page because yeah. we had a couple of challenges out here that we were dealing with with somebody, and they totally do not understand. It's not your time, and so when they no longer had the light shining on them, they they wanted everybody to suffer. Yeah, and we were included. And it happens. <laughs> and, and I almost want to say it happened. I'm not. I don't want to pick on our culture but i don't know no you, you're I'm, right no you're right say it because i've i've worked with all walks of life people from all walks of life um i've worked at, and sang for different churches where you know you see certain things that take place and you're like is it just us you know i know that nowhere is perfect but why do we give each other so much havoc and hell and why can't we just celebrate each other and support each other? We can really go a long way, but it's always this fight. And, you know, yeah, I, I got weary. I had to get to this point. Trust me. I, I, it took a lot of on my knees praying and tears, a lot of tears, um, a lot of sacrifices that I had to make to walk away from things. And, I had to get to this point because it was literally making me sick. The level of stress that I was under um, that really caused problems for me. And um, and then I realized, you know, I want to live. I don't want this stuff to take me out of here. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's Absolutely. just like, you know, if God calls me home tomorrow, at least my music will live on that's out there now you know mm -hmm. even if i don't get to make another song what i've done you know 50 years from now some kid might be listening to the gospel line dance or sometimes you got to go through or you know because when i have met other ethnicities sometimes they appreciate our blues and jazz and our gospel music more than we do Mm -hmm. And so I've met a lot of young people. I've worked with kids. You know, I, I worked as a, a drama instructor and we kind of snuck some education in about music. And a lot of young people are like digging stuff from the 60s and from the 50s. And and, and all kids don't want to hear hip hop. I know that's the trap music and the hip hop thing now. And I love hip hop. You know, I just told you how old I am back in the you know um what was that the late 80s early 90s with the rap down and disco day oh yeah oh yeah Pink House, all the, yeah yeah that's no longer with us thank god ramoski love is still with us he but, sure is yeah yeah but you know um uh it's just they appreciate they actually kind of dig some i've met young people that actually kind of dig our music from that's that era true. so um that was going to be my next question. Uh, yeah. what, you know, what else do you do other than singing? You know, like other than your, you know, your career and your professional. What other mm -hmm. things do you enjoy doing outside of that? What other work do you do? And you pretty much just touched on it. Well, yeah, my background actually was I was in the mortgage industry for years before the crash of 2007, 2008. Oh, yeah, and I really thought that I was going to be able to finance my music career with my job, you know, with um 
I, I, you know, as a mortgage loan officer, I figured as long as I kept doing things by the book and treat people right and, you know, not try to be shady and stuff, I would always have a job. Well, God never said I was going to let you have this job to pay for stuff. I never told you that. I had to get to that too. Like, what is really going on? You know, um, but I enjoyed, I actually thought about getting back in the real estate industry because in the arts, you really, really should have other things um, because the music industry fluctuates so much. And from the time, even from 1986, recording with Rare Form up until now, we've gone from albums to streaming, mm -hmm. you know, CDs are almost becoming obsolete, even though a real music lover is always going to want a CD or an album, you know, yeah. I still got a record player. So, um, but the, the music industry continues to change and evolve and, you know, and uh, even with radio personalities, you know, it used to be a time where you could listen to mainstream and, and from these different times, you can listen to different people. Well, those days have really changed. It's narrowed down to maybe one or two and, and syndication is really taken over as well. So, you know, making those relationships or cultivating those relationships where you can go down to the radio station and, you know, hey, would you play my song? And you you may have to, you know, get some lunch or something, but now everything's corporately owned. Those days are gone. Mm, yeah. And and mainstream is pretty much the record labels and the radio stations, the mainstreams are in, intertwined. So that's why you hear the same six, seven songs all day on mainstream because of that relationship that the majors have with the radio stations now. So when you're blessed to come on platforms like yours, it, it's an honor to, you know, to be heard and have an opportunity thank to share what I do. So and thank we, you. Both. You're welcome. And thank you because we really, this is why we want to have this platform. We want to get people engaged, let people know what else is out there because I know, okay, so I do want to ask you this before we go forward. The whole thing with Kanye, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I know it's, I, I'm, you know, it's, I, I know him from a personal side and I never really liked the little boy. I, mean, I always see him as a child still, but what do you like i don't you don't have to really go into it but being in the industry and you see what's happening with him what are your thoughts on that like what are this like a couple of just give me a couple of sentences you don't got to go all the way into it kanye is i feel in my heart that he really needs help and unfortunately i don't think he's ever got the help he needed once his mother passed away, I think that really pushed him over the edge. So when you think about the things that he says and does, those are not things that a person in their right mind would do. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's very unfortunate that um, I don't know if anyone in his camp has tried to get him help and he denied it or people are just not, you know, I think about him and a lot of other artists like Phyllis Hyman, and, and I know that's a whole nother show. When you think about artists that have that took their lives because of the, the state of depression they were in and so forth. Um, so I, I don't find humor in any of the stuff that's going on with Kanye. I'm actually very sad for him because mm -hmm. he's not in his, I don't feel 
that he's in his right state of mind. Um, and unfortunately, it's costing his career and his endorsements and everything else that he worked so hard to build. And um, that that's just my take on it. I, I don't find any humor in what's going on with him right now. I'm, yeah, I, I'm sad for him, actually. And Carla, you, I mean, Duchess, Duchess, you did just say that. You did just say that. Yeah. Um, this is the time of year I was looking at our uh, memories on Facebook and this time of year is around the time his mom passed, like around the 9th or 10th of November or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And uh, every around this time of year, every year he goes into these spat, these episodes, right? Yeah. And, in, and it took you, Duchess, to, to say that when I said, so I'm like, why is he doing this? And you said, I'm like, ah, that makes so much sense. That makes I think sense. that um, there was nobody to pick up that slack when his mom passed. Yeah. He was able to keep a lot of his antics out of the spotlight. Yeah. But imagine the guilt he's probably feeling and he doesn't know what to say because he paid for his mom to take that trip and he paid for the procedure yeah. and she didn't come back. So the guilt of that, knowing in his mind, the way he thinks that, oh my God, I paid for my mother to die. That's got to weigh a lot on him. And instead of people, his people that he surrounds himself with, instead of taking him and say, yo, brother, let's go get you some help. Let's get mm -hmm. you someone to talk to. Yeah. They're not going to say no because he's paying them. Yeah. So when you pay somebody an exorbitant amount of money, they'll tell you your shoes are blue, even though God knows you have on green shoes. Mm -hmm. And this is what he has surrounded himself with. So if there was a person that actually cared about him as a person, and not as a dollar sign, they would take him and sit him down and talk to him and say, okay, we need to discuss these issues because he's never once said how he's felt about his mother. Nobody's ever given him that chance to say how he feels about it. They just wanted to mark it off his behind. Hmm. Kind of like Michael Jackson. Yes. And a lot of celebrities, when you, you know, I love reading. I, I, I don't read as much as I'd like to because of time constraints, but I, I love reading the histories on a lot of artists because just being just what I've been to, through and, you know, in the years I've done it and still, you know, I've gotten some success, but I'm still a long way to go. Mm -hmm. And, and the things that we endure, you know, it is enough to push somebody over the edge if you're not grounded in yourself and have a relationship with God, because he's really the only constant things. People will walk away from you. Family will laugh at you and talk about you. Friends will desert you. And, you know, um, situations will constantly come up. It, as an independent artist, your music has got to sound like Kirk Franklin's, even though you may not have that budget. And when you're trying to market your music to radio and so forth, and they'll tell you, well, this is good, but you need to go back and do this, that, and the other. And you may just not have the finances for that. It costs a lot of money to do what we do as musicians. And, you know, depending on where you, you, when you want to do, some people just do it as a hobby, but this is my lifestyle. This is my livelihood so i have to do things correctly in order to compete and um yeah it's, it's a lot of challenges it's a lot of challenges and um 
you almost have to encourage yourself. I have to, <laughs> even though I write to encourage other people, I have to listen to my own music just to encourage myself sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah so you have that song, uh, was that the gospel? Was that, which one is that? The slide? What is that? The gospel, what has he done for you? Gospel Glide remix, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Now I have to find yeah, that. I'll be actually, I have it, I have it. I, I, um, I, I have it on another computer. I was going to play it and I realized that it's on the other computer. So I have to upload it and download it again. So we'll be having it on our radio station on Dub City uh, Radio. We're relaunching on November 1st. So both your songs will be in the rotation. I'm also going to give it to our sister station in Rockford. Uh, He has, uh, he plays gospel for I think from 6 to 11 daily. So I'm going to put it in his and no, drop it down, drop it in his little repertoire. And so I'm going to make sure that the people close to us get a a hold of it and um, have you going to have your your interview up and so folks would know um so tell us about now tell us a little bit about that before we uh close uh before oh, we wait can i ask you a question oh yes i'm sorry yes have you uh had a chance to sing with um ricky dillard yet no and i know ricky i saw that he just won a dub award um yeah i actually it's so funny i met ricky back in my mortgage days i actually got to sit down with him on business um he was still ricky dillard back then in the 90s uh was it the late 90s? I think I had the pleasure of meeting him. And I had told him then I wanted to follow his footsteps. I was then working, getting back into the music industry. So uh, I would love to work with Ricky. But, you know, if you like Patrice Russian and Denise Williams and Minnie Ripperton, I'm your girl, but I'm not a gospel church singer. But I'm quite sure he can write something for me to do. <laughs> I'm sure so. that I could fit in somewhere. Ricky, if you're listening, Ricky, if you see this. We love you, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> we have the, the Franklin twins. We have the Franklin twins out in the South Suburbs as well, because Ricky is out at the Chicago Heights area. Yeah. But the, the Franklin twins, uh, Aaron and Alan, like the whole yes. Franklin family, um, I went to school with them. Oh, at, uh, nice. Hill. And I mean, the whole, uh, one is a, a minister. Uh-huh. Um like their mom had like a lot of kids and they can all sing. Every single one of them can sing. And that might be a con- uh, connection to hook up with as well. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Like yeah. I know talent. So yeah. I would love to work with Ricky. Yes, he, he's actually, he was really the kind the time that I got to work with him. It was a short, cause he was touring then. I mean, he, we were supposed to meet again and then he, I, he probably ended up, I'm quite sure he ended up getting a home or whatever, but um, he was, even back then, was busy. I mean, you know, so... Um, you definitely got to catch him. I would love him. to reunite with, reunite, reunite with him one day, just to say, hey, I'm still, I'm doing it, you know. My cousin sings with him. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, maybe I'll put, him, put, put them in touch. Uh, no. Why not? I, I, I can just reach out to my cousin and say, hey, we had Sylvia on the show. She knows Ricky. Get her out there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, that'd be I'm awesome. going to say it just like that. Get her out there. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> so, very kind. Yeah, the, you know, and that is really, yeah, I, I forgot, you know, Dutchess know. I know a lot Everybody. of folks, but she knows a lot of folks. I think between the two of us, I think we know pretty much most of Chicago. That's great. <laughs> That's a good thing. We know about at least about, I would say about 45% of Chicago. Yeah, that's a yeah. great thing. And the suburbs. And the, and the suburbs. And uh, my Auntie Rita, I think, know probably uh, 90%. Everybody knows my Auntie Rita. 
Oh um, wow! Everybody knows her. I think I think you know her too. Um, I think I saw you all in a picture or something happened. You she was somewhere and you all was it was it was years ago. So okay. I think I think it was by it, not that you know her, but I think you all was like at the same place and y'all. Oh, I forgot, but I know I'm like. What's oh, wait her a last name? Stewart. Rita Stewart. That sounds familiar. She goes by Mushim Mushim Shoe. That's what she go by. You know, so you oh all, my god, yeah. Yep. yeah. I told you, told you she know. I know she know everybody. Oh auntie, my yeah. god, that, I didn't know that was your family. Yeah, yeah. that's my auntie Rita. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows her. So uh, I'm gonna get her on this show one day too. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, she's still out there. She's still in Chicago. Uh, she's mm-hmm. having her uh, big party coming up in january she wanted she'll be 65 she don't look okay. a day over 50 she that woman looks really good yes. so yeah so it is so amazing i told you we all so that's definitely a good thing that we can connect i am so glad so when you did that song with uh what was the inspiration behind that which one the gospel or, yes yeah the gospel um Jeff, the the Mally cats Phenomenal producers, Jeff Dillard, who's a Limbloom alum. What's up, Swoop Swoop? And okay. Teddy Jackson, talented brothers. So they both felt like, Sylvia, there's line dances out here. Why can't you have a line dance? And so I was like, that sounds like a great idea. And actually, the song, Why It's Called a Remix, is because Jeff Dillard had did that particular track with a church with a, a minister and i i'm so sorry i can't think of his name right now it was previously released back in the 90s and he decided that because of the the message and with teddy coming together with him to create a more upbeat tempo um we that's how it honestly came about wow. and so um, we did the music video, and actually, I'm flying out in the morning to Delaware. I'm performing it tomorrow night um, at a gospel showcase in in uh, Newark, Delaware. Nice. And it's it's like it may take some years to get around because they're like, we want to come do the light dance. You're gonna perform that. We need you to perform that song. Oh, that is I'm exciting! Excited. Yeah, well, that's so. good. Well, well, we definitely gonna play it. I like I said, I've totally forgot. I had it on the computer, but I'm on the other computer. But we're gonna play it, and I'm gonna make sure I get it on here. Um, gonna when we launch, and like I said, I'm gonna have it out. We're gonna play it. I'm gonna tag folks and tag you and all of that kind of stuff so i do want to just let you know and i thank you so right before we go you have any other questions uh duchess before we do this last bit no i have a statement we need to put a gospel show together out here i know we talked about that remember i said i said next year for the black uh business event i said that's what we can do a sunday a sunday brunch with gospel a gospel brunch yeah i think think they they need a little bit of jesus out here (laughs) <laughs> they need a little bit of something a real the real one yeah they need a real one not the not the one that they be making up but anyway yeah. we got to talk about that <laughs> but i do want to i do want to ask uh is, is there anybody you'd like to acknowledge before we get off of here and how Marshall, people follow you yes marshall thompson my 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 management god bless you marshall so oh, happy wow. to see this uh star on hollywood boulevard back in september he's receiving his doctorate in december he has been such a wonderful guy. Love you, Marshall Thompson, and my other manager, Michael, Dr. Michael Washington, also known as Doc Dizzle. You guys can follow me at sylviafedrick.com, and that's Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-A, 
F-E-D-R-I-C-K at uh, sylviafedrick.com. Check me out. And thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. And we want you back because uh, I'm thinking that we might do a uh, maybe like an anniversary show okay. in the coming months. And we'll just have some of our past guests on here just on just saying, hey, I don't know. We'll we'll have to put that together. Me and Duchess will sit down and brainstorm because we do need to talk about some other things as far as women in the industry. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. How can you we, need, yeah. You yeah. need to have that show. Absolutely. Needed. I'm I'm That's, thinking about yeah I'm thinking like a panel or something maybe something we can do like during the day maybe some hours mm -hmm. like maybe like a block of four hours and we can yeah. have ones happening we can we can facilitate that we can do it online and everybody you know you, you can be right in your own house and and look yeah and tune in. I would love to be a part of that because so many women walking around here thinking it's just them or they're the only ones going through this stuff and it, it's not honey it, it's more prevalent than what you think oh yes it I, is. I'm so glad that people are speaking up because I was modeling in the late uh, 80s and I got a lot of that. And I, for one, I was too big, even though I was like a size seven, I used to, I was too curvy. Um, and then there was just a lot of just other things that they, they wanted me to do. And I just like, no, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just amazing. This was only Chicago. It wasn't like I was trying to go on a real runway. Cause I already knew that how that was, but yeah. to have where we are just being in Chicago, Chicago is something else. It's a, a micro version of Hollywood, right? Yes, it, it is. It, it, it really is. is. It really, it really is. is. The, the house music mm -hmm. scene, poetry scene, gospel scene, jazz, mm -hmm. rock, all that, all of them yeah. have these micro industry yeah. things happening. It's, it's happening all over. So I do want to thank you again for uh, stopping you. in and taking thank time you. from your day. I got your contact information. When we pull that together, when me and Duchess sit down and figure out how we're going to do this, we might do it in March because March is Women's Month. So we may just pull something. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, we, can get it. yeah we can do something in March and then um, mm. we'll have like a block time and make it an event and people can tune in and uh, I don't know. We might we might we might charge. No, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm always trying to. Okay, no, I'm gonna do that. It would be free, and we're gonna pull it together, and we'll let everybody know how to follow and all the other kind of stuff. All right. That sounds wonderful. I can't right. wait. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and uh, thank you again. Tell everybody. Well, nice to meet you. Thank nice you. you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank Take you. Care. And don't forget, you guys, Sylvia, SylviaFedrick.com. All right. Bye -bye. All right. All right. Have a good one. So. <laughs>